Thank you so much. Sometimes the most important issues are the most complicated. Take finding insurance. Insurance policies uh, are endless for your car, your home, endless companies and endless coverage options to consider. That's why um, you want to you really want all of the facts do all of the homework, get as many different uh, options out there. That's where the Zebra comes in. With the Zebra, you can compare car and home quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all of the facts, not opinions, all of the facts you need to make a right decision. It is the fastest way to find the right coverage at the right price. And uh, the Zebra is going to help you find that provider you can trust. It saves people an average of $922 a year on home and auto combined. You want to save you want to save money in five minutes. You might be able to save almost a thousand dollars right now. Save time and money in minutes. Compare the quotes for free at the zebra dot com slash Beck the zebra dot com slash Beck. Your phone calls and so much more in just a minute. America, welcome to Tuesday. We've got some good news because it's Good News Tuesday. We also are taking your phone calls, 888-727-BECK. I want to hear about the economy, the shortage that you might be finding, or the fact that you've gone out Christmas shopping in there. You're getting everything you want. Anyway, uh, I want to hear what's impacting you. 888-727-BECK. Also, the things that we have missed or you want to clarify an opinion or or tell us we got it wrong someplace 888-727-BECK we begin in 60 seconds the Glenn Beck program sometimes when you get home at the end of a hard day the very last thing you want to do is cook a meal for your family I mean you could order something but the pizza delivery guy is you know practically on a first name basis with everybody in the house and that's kind of a problem this is uh, the part in the story where you usually send your children out to the mean streets and tell them don't come back until they've found dinner. Just I don't care if it's a raccoon. Just bring it in because we're not eating out anymore. Can't do it. And then we'll take that raccoon and we'll put it on a rec tech. Now, I'd like to say that a rec tech could make a raccoon taste good, but I don't think that's true. You're still going to be eating a raccoon. Uh the the rec tech, however, will take anything that you do make like a steak or hamburgers and it can grill them. It can smoke them. It can make incredible ribs. It can also bake. It can you can fire up a pizza in it. It is tremendous. It's rec tech. It's the best out there on the market, especially when you look at the price. There's nothing in its class, but I still think even against the most expensive it is the best uh, out there. It's Rectech. Get one for the holidays. Makes a great Christmas present. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. 
All righty then. Let's go to Brittany in Ohio. Hello, Brittany. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Hey, Stu. Um, I appreciate what you guys do so much. Thank you. Um, Thanks. My husband and I have been married for 11 years, and uh, when we were dating, he asked me if I was a Democrat or a Republican, and I asked him what he was, and he said he was a Republican. I said, okay, I guess I'll go with Republican. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, over the past 10 years, I've been listening to you, and you've opened my eyes to a lot of things, and I'm just truly grateful for it because now I'm raising three kids, and uh, I know what to watch out for a lot more, and uh, I kind of see you as a uh, Modern day John the Baptist, to be honest. He was beheaded, so let's not go there. Uh, but I appreciate okay. it. I appreciate it. Um, well, thank uh, you very uh, much. Uh, that is that is very that. kind of you. So, are you still a Republican, or are your eyes opened up enough to go? Eh, I'm not sure. That, that's always you the know, right I, answer. It's not always the right answer, but uh, you know, I I just. I make every decision by prayer. Perfect. To be honest. Perfect. And, uh, but you're, you're talking about inflation and um, shortages and everything. And I've got, I got to tell you, I've got two one-year-old or almost one-year-old twins. And you haven't known panic until you're staring at the formula aisle and the dairy-free formula that your kids mm. need is not on the shelf anywhere. Mm. You know, I, I've, drove, I've driven as far as two hours away from my home to find their formula. I don't think people have any any concept of of what's coming our way um, and how dangerous the situation that we find ourselves in is. I mean, we have we have demonized uh, the Donald Trump idea of America first. That doesn't mean everyone else last. It just means we have to take care of our own. And you know, I've I've compared this to lifeboats uh, and the border. You can't keep taking people into the lifeboat or we'll all drown. Um, that doesn't mean you don't have compassion. It means you have to take care of yourself first to be able put the mask on yourself before you put the mask on your child. Why? Because if you pass out because you don't have oxygen, you both die. That's why. And that is a compassionate thing to do. And we are we are in a situation to where if we, God forbid, would go to war or we would uh, have a real serious disruption where we're not getting anything from China for a long time. We don't make our own medicine right now. We don't even have the chemicals we don't even get them anymore from here. We have to buy the raw materials overseas. This is foolish, foolish. And we've got to wake up to that. Thanks, Brittany, for your phone call. <clears throat> Let me go to Jeff in Arizona. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Glenn. Great to talk with you. Hey, Thank I you. want to get right to my uh, idea, which is about uh, chaos and actually uh, promoting uh, chaos. And I think some of your setup today about um the backdrop of the defund the police uh, uh, debacle in Minneapolis, and even your talk about uh, Cass Sunstein and rules for radicals fits right in. So, uh, have you? How long people, have you listened to me, Jeff? How long have you listened to me? Oh, back in the days of Fox. Okay. So, do you know where I stand yeah. on chaos? Before you start. No. Okay. 
All right. Well, go ahead and I'll, I'll you're let pro you know. chaos. Are you? Yeah, go ahead. Capt- he's Captain Chaos. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of folks in your lineup, and I think you hold this position as well. Um, you know, Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz and others realize the fact that we are we are living through a revolution. Yes, right we now. are. Yes, and actually, we are. it's not just right now. It's It's been for 100 years, you know, Marxism uh, imported from Europe. And so uh, one comment that's often made is that it's only the other side that's fighting. And so I want to point out that in a revolution, a revolution is always asymmetric warfare, to use some warfare terms. And in Rules for Radicals, you know, you, you just mentioned this, um, Alinsky preaches using the system against itself, using the methods of the system against itself. And we are given the rights to assemble and redress our government's issues. And so I'm suggesting limited chaos. We're in a time frame, as you've mentioned, that the inflation is going to go for a while. And we've got four years of these crazy leftists in power. Let's have limited chaos to prove the failure, prove the failure of their systems. And I want to say real quickly, I'm not in favor of serious problems, monetary problems like getting Saul Amarova in. I'm not in favor of people dying like Taiwan being taken over by China. But here's a good example. If the left, if the Democrat try, Democrats try to impeach Biden, let's not go with it. Let's keep them in. Let's keep the chaos going as long as we gain control of the Congress in this next election cycle. So limited chaos will lead to the exposure of the failure of their systems. Okay, first of all, here's where I stand on chaos. Who is the author of chaos? Yeah, that's a great point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty good point. What I'm saying is fighting for freedom, because we all know we have to fight for freedom. So may I change change your terminology? Because I don't think you're talking about limited chaos. What you're talking about uh, is possibly one of two things, and maybe the combination. Civil disobedience, which is not chaos, civil disobedience and allowing people to feel the full ramification of their choice. And that's the bet. The best thing that happened to Donald Trump is that he didn't win uh, this last. Well, you know what I'm saying? He's not in office um, because people are waking up and seeing what they're preaching isn't working and the best thing that could have happened to Donald Trump and, and his campaign and the Republicans is for this nightmare, which I wish on no one, but this nightmare of inflation, it, it is the difference that we have been missing. Americans have felt comfortable through everything, including the bank bailout, which was absolutely wrong, but they were saved from the real true pain of all of the mistakes of the past. Yes, people suffered in 2008, but apparently it wasn't enough and it wasn't certainly the right people suffering, the ones who actually caused it. Now, the people who have caused this are in office, but people voted them in and listened to all of these lies. They're waking up now and going, wait a minute, that doesn't work. And if you're asking for allowing people to feel the pain of their own mistakes, that's not chaos. That's those are consequences. And I think they should be expressed. 
Let me use another word that comes from our lexicon that you'll understand that fits right in as we're, we're really uh, having a great discussion here. The, the, maybe the proper word is sacrifice. We need to sacrifice, as they did in the civil rights movement, as others have before us. You know, it's, there is going to be chaos because they've brought it. The author of chaos has brought it. We need to sacrifice in the fight against it. If people need to, and amen, I want to say amen to my brothers and sisters out there across America who have maybe even given up their jobs yes. to fight against this. Yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Thank you so much. Uh, but don't ever, don't ever push for chaos. Civil disobedience, uh, yes. Um, uh, play within the, the, the system that we are in far as the laws as they are righteous. If they start making laws like the vaccine mandate, well, that's, I'm sorry, I'm not going to abide. Will I go to jail for that? Maybe, but that's a consequence of, of me not abiding by a law that I think is wrong. Uh, and we, we have to point those things out and we have to be able to accept the consequences uh, of all of those things. Let me go to, uh, let me go to Jason. Hello, Jason in New Jersey. Welcome. Hey, good morning. It's a pleasure talking to you and I, I enjoy you guys' program and I still, um, listening to Rush Limbaugh for quite some time too, but, uh, Try to get right to the point as your producer wanted me to. I drive truck. I'm from Maine, and uh, I do flatbed hauling. And uh, my truck is actually at the shop, the Kenworth dealership, and they told me it could be two to three days, so I'm at a a suite right now. And uh, so when they talk about shortage of drivers, I just want to clarify something. Um, I know you had someone on the program that talked about that for a little bit, but there's no difference in shortages since the pandemic and before the pandemic, there's always a turnover where people come in, they don't like it, they move on to something else. Correct. That's in any job. So as a person that's been doing this through the whole COVID and going to Canada to get loads of toilet paper when that used to occur, COVID. Um, so uh, going all the way up to Deep New Brunswick, Canada, getting toilet paper and coming back through. Now, just recently, last week, I was cutting through Canada and I was advised that come January 15th, if you're not vaccinated, Canada does not want you in their country. So what do you think that's going to do to the trucking industry? So when you talk about supply and demand and you put these restrictions that are stupid because you figure I've been through Canada for the better part of a year during the whole pandemic. And now all of a sudden January 15th is the magic wand that says we can no longer allow people from the United States into Canada, unless you're vaccinated. And before you even show up to the border, you're supposed to download an app on your phone and answer their COVID questionnaire. So wait, so so are you going up to Canada and getting things for America? So I was going to Canada to get toilet paper back when that was the crisis. Uh, But now we all know that one ply versus two ply doesn't cure COVID. So, um, for different products and reasons, we go to Canada for, uh, it could be uh, printing paper, it could be anything, but okay. right now, doing flatbed, it was mostly getting some pellets uh, for heating, so okay. there is, sometimes we do do that, but come so, January 15th, I will it'll be one less truck going so, to Canada because I refuse to get vaccinated. You're saying that there is not currently a shortage of drivers, but are there shortages of people um, loading and unloading? 
that is that's my point. That's so when you look at when Trump was in office, what he did is he took the restrictions off us truck drivers. We're allowed a fourteen hour day. And in that fourteen hour day, eleven hours of it is drive time and it's electronically logged. You can't fake it. Otherwise you get a big no no and you can be parked for a good thirty four hours. There's a seventy hour work week you're allowed. In that seventy hour work week, when your seventy hours is up, you need a thirty four hour reset. So when Donald Trump was in office and right in the middle of the pandemic, he said, listen, I'm going to make it so you can go COVID exempt on your logs to do grocery, strictly grocery items that can include water, toilet paper, anything for the grocery stores. And that's why the supply chain didn't get affected as bad as because he took the restrictions off us. Mm. And then when you had these, when you took the big warehouses like Amazon and all these other like Walmart grocery stores, you know, the, the distribution centers, when you're, especially in Maine, pulling spring water, when you're doing that line of work, it frees the truck up so as you can get to your delivery if you're running short on time, whether it be weather in the Northeast, like we've had, anything that could affect your day, cars, commuting. Um, so that allowed us to get the, the freight there. But once you got there, if your next load was not considered a COVID load, you had to go to the nearest truck stop and get a 10-hour reset thing to get your hours back and then get going. So what happens when you restrict us truck drivers, like California has their their rules with what they'll allow for trucks in there, that's not helping getting the supply out. And then when you have a shortage of warehouses that are infected with COVID, they go from 300 people down to 100 people. Guess what? Now you got trucks sitting, even though they made the appointment time for 1 o'clock in the afternoon mm. and they didn't get unloaded till 6, that choosing to their hours. Now that driver had five hours in his book to go get the next load but because he got held up he no longer has those five hours uh, jason thank you for explaining that that's great information by the way um there is a shortage now of people they say especially in the northeast people that are willing to plow and salt uh the roads or sand the roads this is going to cause even more problems uh this one uh i just read this morning i can't remember where it was federalist or uh wall street i can't remember um but uh the the shortage looks like it's being caused by those people who are just not willing to go back to work um especially with something risky like going and plowing the roads etc etc and hard work a lot of them aren't willing to go to work if you are somebody who can drive a truck and you can drive a salt truck uh i would uh i would beg of you to go back to work and uh and make sure those roads are clear at least for the trucks so we can get supplies uh to and fro well most of us it's a season of giving but it's also the season of taking if you happen to be a a cyber criminal it's the most wonderful time of the year for them as well because you're doing a lot of shopping online which makes you very vulnerable Uh, There's things you can do, like use a VPN instead of public Wi-Fi, create strong passwords, uh, checking your accounts for fraud, etc., etc. But you also need a dedicated source checking for you on all kinds of things, and that's where LifeLock comes in. And they not only alert you if they find suspicious activity, but they also work with you to fix it. That's the real service of LifeLock. Nobody can stop everything from happening. Nobody can check everything. However, LifeLock by Norton is the best in the business. And now you can save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BACK. 
1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK. Save 25% off now, 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I want to take line seven, please. This is Matthew in Oklahoma. Hello, Matthew. Hey, good morning, Glenn. How are you, sir? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you pick up your phone? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. My, hey, good morning, Glenn. Stu, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Thanks. Uh, hey, Glenn, I wasn't sure uh, what visibility you guys had on what's going on in the military. I know that it's been discussion in the past, but... I'm currently uh, in the process of trying to retire, but uh, the vaccine mandate is uh, obviously causing some issues. And uh, I applied for the religious accommodation, but uh, to my knowledge, yeah, none of those are going to happen. I don't think any of them have been granted. Uh, Mine was turned down. And uh, the January, or there was a deadline of June 30th, I believe, but what I've been told is January 1st is actually the deadline. What they want to do is uh, anybody that is not uh, given the shot or uh, agreed to take the shot right. is uh, all of that administrative and punitive action is going to take place between January 1st and June 30th. I have uh, almost 30 years. I'm also a, a partially disabled veteran. Holy and if God. they, uh, what will happen is if they do a, a dishonorable discharge, I lose, lose obviously everything. my retirement, but I also lose my disability through the VA as well. So have you, have you called your Senator? I did. I did just last week. All of this came about pretty quick. I was I was told that if I don't go get it, I'm disobeying a lawful order. And, and uh, so I did uh, reach out to my center. In fact, I just received a message while I was waiting. Okay, uh, good. For, uh, yeah, that said that they had uh, contacted the Department of the Army. But uh, okay, uh, again, so you call me. Jeez, uh, I'm going. Uh, I'm going away. All, all I can tell you is you need to call your your uh, senator, call your congressman, get them working on your case. Make sure that you know it's uh, that somebody is following it because there is uh, an effort now in Congress and in the Senate. To make sure that no one is dishonorably discharged and that everyone gets their benefits uh, if they are leaving because they won't take the vaccine. I just don't think that will stand. Um, I, I, they're just they're not going to do that to veterans and get away with it. At least, at least they might until the Republicans get in charge and then this they'll be restored. Nothing more evil than that, in my opinion. But uh, there's a line from one of the greatest movies uh, ever made. Frodo says, what are we holding on to, Sam? Sam says that there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. Love that. Love that. You and I belong to what could be the last generation in America who knows what it's like to be truly free unless things change. That's partly on us, partly on our children, and we have to we have to equip them for this task. The best way to do it is with the TuttleTwinsBooks.com. You know, if you've learned anything from the Lord of the Rings, there's all kinds of messages, great messages in that. 
Um, and that's the way we learn the best when it's tied to a great story. So whether you want to teach your kids about the economy, the the real meaning of freedom, how we get there, limited government, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This is a gift that needs to be under the tree for toddlers to teens. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me go to Susan in Ohio. Hello, Susan. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hello. Hey, um, I just would, while I'm concerned about the inflation and the effect that it, the impact it has on me this year, I'm really concerned about the effects of inflation on the middle class families as it begins to take away all their assets, all yes. the generational growth. And I think we don't talk enough about that. I know we're, we want things immediate, but I would like uh, just please talk a little bit more about the loss of family farms and businesses and what happens well, from I one think, generation to the next. Right. I think that we uh, that those are not solely tied to inflation. Um, inflation, uh, will, uh, your nest egg will go away because if your salary doesn't go up with inflation, then, uh, you're going to have to start dipping into your savings. So your savings goes away. Um, if we start working in a world where, as the president keeps saying, well, you've got to pay your people more. If you do that in a high inflation period, which we are in now, um, if you do that, you start the inf- inflation spiral. Wages go up and thus prices continue to go up. And so you're constantly battling. That's why when you ordered food in a restaurant of, uh, in Germany, you paid for it uh, when you ordered. I would like a cup of coffee, please. It's a quarter. Great. Here's the quarter. Because 15 minutes later, 30 minutes later, when it got so bad... It might be 35 cents for that cup of coffee. So you paid when you ordered. Um, that's the inflation spiral. And that's going to happen. But when it comes to losing your family farm, that's more than just inflation. You're going to lose farms because people can't afford it. But there are things that are going on in the United States right now. And and the government um, that are going to take those family farms. They are going to start limiting those, those farms. They're going to start regulating those farms. They're going to tax them to death. Remember, the goal of the Great Reset is by 2030, you will own nothing. Well, how do you get a society that is built on ownership, private ownership? How do you get that society to not own anything? You bankrupt it. That's what you do. You bankrupt it. Hmm. Thanks for your phone call, Susan. Um, so what do you, where do you see the economy going here? Uh, for example, one of the things that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is since COVID started, the Trump administration basically uh, turned off the requirement to pay your student loans. Mm-hmm. You know, and they said, okay, you know, for we're in the middle of a pandemic. You don't have to pay your student loans right now. Turn the interest rates down to zero. Let's ride this out. And so that's been extended multiple times by first the Trump administration and then into the Biden administration. Biden is now saying that uh, come next year, it's over. Right? Start, I think it's January. You're now going to have to start making those payments a lot. 
again and you think about all the money that people owe that have ha- and they've had this this ramp of not paying it now these payments turn back on in the middle of a, a, a very uh, disconcerting economic time so that turns on inflation is there uh, all of this backlog with the supply chain all working together at the same time what does that look like uh, a mess it's why you're not hearing anybody saying, oh, well, this year's been bad, but next year will be better. <laughs> There's okay? no way. I can't wait for 2022. You, yeah, you're not hearing that. And I think that's because people know. You've got, a, you've got something else that you have to pile on here. People are going to be watching what the Fed decides to do uh, this week because the Fed has to raise interest rates and they also have to taper. And what they've been doing, and we've been telling you this since 2008, what they've been doing is they've been buying our our federal debt, okay? Instead of selling it to countries, no country will buy it. So the Fed has been buying that debt, which just adds to their balance sheet. Then they've been printing money uh, as well, and they've been shipping that money uh, to the banks. And the banks have been using it uh, to buy stocks and everything else so they can they can put their balance sheet in order. You have had these bailouts going out going on really since 2008 and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Um, they're tapering all of that now, which means they're turning that tap of cash off that's really flowing into the market. So they have to turn that off. When they turn that off, that's going to cause problems with the bank. It's going to cause problems in the stock market. It's going to cause all kinds of problems because the money flow from the Fed, not the federal government, from the Fed is tapering off. Then they're going to also raise interest rates, which they have to do. The way you fight inflation is to raise interest rates. But no one on earth has ever tried to suck this much money back into the system, get it back to the to the Federal Reserve and the Treasury so it can be destroyed. No one in the history of the world has ever tried that. In 1980, uh, Paul Volcker got our interest rates up to, I think, 15 or I believe the highest was 19. It might have been 15, but I believe it was 19 percent. 19%. We are now at about 3%. You want a mortgage? 3%. You need a loan for your small business? 3%. 5%. If you're in real, you know, bad way. 19%? That was in 1980. What is it going to take to get those interest uh, to get this inflation down after dumping 11 trillion dollars out into the world we have to suck that all back the problem is when you suck all of that stuff back it makes money scarce that will make inflation go down okay and you worry about a deflationary period where people can't afford anything so the prices cave this is an incredible balance that i'm not sure they can do and we're doing it at the worst possible time because we've made things so bad that if you don't have people who are willing to work, you're going to have inflation. 
if you then add extra salary to people to get them to work, that adds inflation. Mm -hmm. Then if you take the money from the corporations through loans to build new jobs and to expand, jobs start to become more and more scarce. And you're just in this cycle that just spins into the drain. I think we're in for real, real trouble um, over the the next year to I think it could be until a Republican gets back into into power um, and we have a, a sane Senate and House. And I'm not saying that's a Republican one. It's just more sane than the Democrats. But until we start doing the right thing consistently and are willing to accept the pain that is coming from all of these horrible decisions, it's just going to keep getting worse. This kind of goes back to what the earlier caller was saying. You know, you mentioned the Reagan situation, and there's no better way to emphasize, I suppose, that conservative policies are better than by implementing liberal ones, right? When they get in to office and they do the things that they want to do, people tend to wake up and say, wow, we really don't want that. We, we brought this That's up with, we're winning. with defund the police earlier, right? Yeah. Minneapolis is like, ah, we'll defund the police. Holy crap. Let's, let's rethink that a little bit. And it happens pretty quickly. But we but, were, but we at the time were arguing theories Right. And okay. but now we have evidence. Now we have evidence. Mm-hmm. And that's what's waking people up. But wait, this is something that has been bothering me for a while, though. In all these conversations, including this previous caller, who basically said, if you missed it, he said, you know, we need some chaos. And he explained a little nuanced explanation yeah, yeah. of that. But basically, we we need to let these things happen. We need to try these sort of things. We need to fight. We need to do all these things that maybe aren't consistent with our principles per se but we need to win right now because we're always losing and that is like an undercurrent of of almost every conservative it seems that we all we're always losing these things are always rolling over us and we never do anything and therefore we have to change everything that we're doing and and try these new tactics and you know go a little try get get a little wild like let's try some stuff and i don't know that's so pervasive on the right right now but when you look at what's actually happening these like for example the vaccine mandates are not happening because we're we're out in the streets um causing uh, chaos. causing chaos they're they're being overturned because the courts are overturning them because they're unconstitutional mm-hmm. right and that's largely because of a long-term conservative legal project that has resulted in a lot of good judges that actually know what the constitution says um we can thank a lot of this we can put the thanks on Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, and Donald Trump. Yeah, and and I you know it goes back further than that as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like but it's but it's but it's been a that's a success story, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the possibility of Roe versus Wade being overturned, and again, I'm not counting those. And this is a weird way to talk about eggs and hatching because of the top yeah, subject yeah, yeah. matter. I'm not counting that as a as a win, but the fact that it's even possible is because of of Correct. a long term project. So why is why why do conservatives feel this pervasive sense of losing when it does seem like we're winning because i think conservatives um well i think everybody generally is uh let me give you this example um remember i said yesterday we don't buy when it's cheap we buy at the top, okay? <laughs> buy high, sell low. Yeah, when housing market goes crazy, you're like, 
I got. I got to get a house. I got to get a house. Oh, so, I mean, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're and you're buying it way too late. You're always behind the curve. Okay, you buy low. You sell high. Uh, we do the opposite. The same thing is true. Um, you know, things are lagging indicators. We are a lagging indicator. There are other indications that show we're winning, but we don't feel it yet. We, I, I think we are, we have been looking at the mainstream media as a barometer for a very long time. That hasn't changed. That's a really bad barometer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're not changing at all. So we look at that and we see, you know, uh, all of the shows on TV and everything else. We're like, hey, we're surrounded by this. And we're not looking at. What are the ratings? What's the health of these companies? How many people are watching them? How many people believe them anymore? Their credibility is in the toilet. I think it's if it's not single digits, it's almost single digits mm-hmm. with their credibility now. So they they don't have any credibility left. When you look at his all of these policies that we've been arguing about in theory, you can't reimagine the police. We now have the evidence, and those policies are now being reversed. You can't just spend money like crazy. Well, that's now being shown true because of the economy. You can't teach this to our kids. Well, we're not teaching it. We don't believe you. And the media cannot convince us that you're telling us the truth because we know the truth. We're seeing it. We are winning on multiple fronts right now. And this is a new feeling that I had. I was really, really worried about losing and thought there are no way out, no way out. <laughs> there is. There is. And it's already happening. It's the American people standing up who are awake and others waking up because they're starting to feel real pain. All right, Patriot Mobile. Here's uh, here's another way to win. Switch to Patriot Mobile right now. Get away from these big, huge corporations that are teaching their people to be less white. Uh, they're sending their money to Planned Parenthood, If in the case of Verizon. Get away from them. You now have a choice. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972Patriot. You can get free activation with the offer code Beck. They're going to have special discounts if you're a veteran or a first responder. Um, They have special discounts for multi-line accounts. And you can support a company that loves America. So cut your phone bill sometimes by half. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck and stand with a company that stands with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972 Patriot. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, another way to show how the, the right is winning is we talked about Bob Costas yesterday saying, hey, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a crazy liberal here. Yeah. Uh, and and maybe that's just the Overton window has been moved so far that Bob Costas 
can say credibly, I'm not like those people, but mm-hmm. he's still a, a crazy liberal, but he's just not a revolutionary Marxist. Yeah. You know what I mean? That whole category of Bill Mars, right. essentially now. Bill yeah. Maher is another case. Look at all of the people that are starting to wake up and say, I want nothing to do with this. Look at the courage of J.K. Rowling. Mm. This woman is amazing. Amazing. Uh, war is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. The penis individual who raped you is a woman. That was her latest tweet. Yeah. She's getting some heat for that. Oh, yeah. The best part about her, and she she's in the same category as Elon Musk. They just have so much money. They can't possibly care about what you think about them. Can I tell you something, though? <laughs> it's so good. You don't have to have money to create that. You yeah. just have to know what you believe. When people look at you and you're like, yeah, I don't really care. I got nothing to lose here because I'd rather lose everything than my soul. You become a very dangerous person. And that's why they target people like J.K. Rowling. They need her to shut up and sit down. And I love the fact that for now, a couple of years, she just keeps doubling down. Mm -hmm. She's an amazing woman.